Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Lions, your daily podcast on the Detroit Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, it's an August 8th, Volume 5, Let's Plate This Dish, Lions. Locked On Lions Podcast Network Edition with Matt Derry. What's going on, everybody? It is, in fact, Monday, August the 8th, 2016. You're listening on audioboom.com. You can subscribe or download off of that. Also on iTunes, we welcome everybody listening here on the Locked On Podcast Network. By the way, check check out Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson. It's a very good podcast. I know a lot of Lions fans and Detroiters listening to Locked On Lions. But if you want to run the full gamut from a former NFL scout, check out Matty Williamson's work at Locked On NFL. Again, we are on iTunes, so you can subscribe there, audioboom.com. Thanks for listening. Look for our stuff on fanragsports.com as well. And all right, here's where I'm starting the show today. You ready? I'm sorry. I owe a Lions player an apology. No, I'm not talking about Eric Ebron, who I I didn't take shots at yesterday, but I said I, I just don't think he's that good of a football player. But with that being said, I think he's a very valuable player and valuable piece to this Lions offense. Nope, not apologizing to Ebron. Not going to apologize to Matthew Stafford, who, by the way, threw two interceptions at practice on Monday as the team now is heading to Pittsburgh, where they will work out with the Steelers uh, for two days, Tuesday and Wednesday before Friday's uh, first exhibition game. Preseason, baby. How about that game last night? Woo-wee. Colts and Packers. That was a dandy, wasn't it? Oh, what? Oh, they didn't play? I'll tell you, the NFL has got some issues. We will get to that coming up momentarily. But first, my apology. You ready? I don't owe an apology to Eric Ebron, nor do I owe an apology to Matthew Mulligan or Brandon Pettigrew, Butterfingers Pettigrew. No, not even Orson Charles. Who did I not mention yesterday on our Ebron-a-thon volume four lines, a Locked on Lions podcast? None other than Cole Wick. I didn't mention the undrafted rookie free agent tight end from Incarnate Word because, quite honestly, I don't believe that a guy that is undrafted from a very tiny school like Incarnate Word is going to make a gigantic impression at tight end for the Detroit Lions this year. I think it's a very difficult position to grasp, to learn. Look at Ebron. And again, Eric Ebron injured. Didn't practice today. Walked off the practice field without talking to reporters. You'll hear from Jim Caldwell momentarily. I'll play you the audio. Caldwell says nothing about the Ebron injury. No update at all. None at all. But this is opening up an opportunity for some other tight ends on this roster. With Pettigrew hurt. With Ebron now hurt. Like a Matthew Mulligan, former Bill, Jet, Patriot. Like an Orson Charles, former Bengal who's been around. And also, yes, Cole Wick. And I understand, uh, all the Cole Wick fans are out there. 
They're hitting me up on Twitter. Hey, Derry, what are you doing? You can tweet to me, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, or like us on Facebook, the Matt Derry fan page. We'll read some of your comments coming up. But many of you on me. Oh, man, how do you not mention Cole Wick? He's got a shot. He's a rookie. Remember how Eric Ebron did in his first year when he was the 10th overall pick in the first round? When he was the 10th overall pick in the draft? Eric Ebron struggled. He played in the ACC. He was a highly touted player. I'm not saying Cole Wick is not going to make the bowl club. Give you some stats. I, 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 I just don't think that a rookie tight end that went undrafted that played at a tiny school is going to come in here and knock the socks off of the NFL. It's a very difficult position to grasp when you're talking about blocking schemes, you're talking about catching the football, breaking tackles, you're over the middle all the time, guys are hitting you. I mean, Cole Wick, my apologies. I didn't mention the rookie free agent yesterday, somebody that could be in the mix. He might be. And you know what? It's great that the Lions have somebody like that that might be a diamond in the rough. But remember Joe Fourier? There's a reason why he went undrafted. Then he had one decent season for the Lions. He was a touchdown machine. Now he's out of football. Joey Bell's out of football. Another undrafted player who played a little bit, now looking for a job. I just think NFL scouts don't make a lot of mistakes. And if this kid went undrafted, he went undrafted for a reason. But... To his fan base out there, no. I didn't mention Cole Wick as somebody that I thought was going to be part of the tight end process with the the length of the Ebron injury because I just don't think he can make that big of a contribution as an undrafted rookie free agent. But he did catch a touchdown on Saturday in the mock game in front of um, the fans at Ford Field, and he's had a good camp. So, yes, I will add Cole Wick to the mix at tight end. I just If he's starting... On September 11th at Indy for the Lions. And that's big trouble for this offense. Big trouble for this offense. All right, let's hear from Jim Caldwell. And then I want to dive into a little bit about how Caldwell and the Lions are handling the Ebron injury. But today, Caldwell hit the podium and was asked questions about the severity of Eric Ebron's injury. Take a listen. You know, one of the things that happens in our game is that you're going to have some injuries. um, And things happen all the time that way. But you hope they don't, but sometimes they do. I'm not going to discuss anything. I'm not going to get into prognosticating. I'm not the doctor, etc. And I'm not going to talk about that. Will we practice in Pittsburgh or play on Friday? Pardon me? Will we practice in Pittsburgh or play We'll see. What's next? For whom? For Eric. To get back on the Same thing everybody else does when he's out. Uh, whatever his issue is, they work on it and try to get back out as quickly as they can. All right. There we go. Reverend Jim. Now, you know, now <laughs> I don't want to make too big of a deal about this. I really don't. We know the Lions have become very secretive over the last couple of years. We know everybody in the NFL, including Bill Belichick, does not disclose injuries. But on August 8th, on the week of the first preseason game, when Eric Ebron walks off the field, well, first of all, walks on the field for all the reporters to see that it looks like it's just a high ankle sprain. It appears, and Dave Burkett, uh, and both, I think, Burkett from the Free Press and, and Mike Rothstein from ESPN, both saying this is not an Achilles injury though that was first reported by Ian Rappaport over the weekend, but rather an ankle injury. Ebron elected not to talk to reporters today and walked away from them as they were sort of videotaping him walking away. Burkett kind of yelled out, any word how you're doing, Eric? And got nothing. You just heard from Jim Caldwell. What would be the harm? 
in telling you, the paying customer, Joe out there, age 34, got your mini season ticket plan. Maybe you're going to four games this year. Maybe you split the, your, your tickets with, with some of your friends. This is a big deal, Eric Ebron's injury, because the Lions need him. They're very thin at tight end. To just say, you know what? It's not an Achilles, guys. Uh, you know, it's an ankle, and it's not severe. Would, would that kill anybody? I think you, there has been no, there is no, for Caldwell to say, and I thought Tim Twentyman from, the, from Lions.com did it right. He said, Jim, usually when it's something major, you let us know. And he's like, yeah, no, you, know, you guys know me. I just, we're not going to talk about injuries. Would, would it hurt anybody, anybody from the Lions to say, hey, listen, it's a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss four to six weeks. Or it, not even that. Maybe that's too much information. High ankle sprain day to day. Or not severe. You guys, I think, deserve that. As season ticket holders, as fans. As followers, the Lions have the best fan base in Detroit, and I don't want to pick on the Lions. I like what the Lions are doing, actually. I'm a fan of Bob Quinn, the maestro. I think he's going to be a good general manager. I like the direction they're headed. I like that they actually went out and found somebody else. I think there's some good young talent on this team. I'm a Darius Slay fan. I think Amir Abdullah, once he figures out the fumbling problems, it's going to be pretty good. I like the Taylor Decker pick. I love the Ashawn Robinson pick. I think there's some pieces here. The D-line is going to be lethal. You know, I'm, I'm a Golden Tate fan. You guys know how I felt about him uh, working with him last year. I think the Theo Riddick I like. You can't tell us about Eric Ebron's injury, whether it's severe or not, whether it's major or not. <laughs> We're not playing any games for a month and three days here. On Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, Mike Piatt writes in, Mike uh, P-I-A-T-T says, guys, this is so effing stupid. All this ridiculous code of secrecy does is alienate the fans. Hashtag pass back and forth kind of thing. There's a lot of fans that feel that way. Uh, Bill Piper writes in and says, you know, between Ebron and Pettigrew, I like Joe Fourier. Bring back Big Joe. Look, there are some free agent tight ends out there, including Joseph Fourier and Owen Daniels, who, by the way, won a Super Bowl at the Broncos last year. If I were the Lions, I'd sign Owen Daniels even if Ebron were healthy. Owen Daniels, mid-30s pass-catching tight end who just won a Super Bowl? Oh, I'd, I'd sign him right now. And the Lions have some money. I'm a big Owen Daniels fan. I think he's a good player. Not a great blocker by any stretch of the imagination, but he's a pretty good player. Owen Daniels, the former Texan and Bronco, is out there. Uh, Tom Jones tweets in, this irritates the bleep out of me and will eat away at Caldwell's support. Just let the people know. Um, Yeah, there are a lot of, John Hernandez has checked the report. Yes, that's a a Caldwell classic. I know that uh, Mike and Terry play on the ticket all the time, that drop, check the report. It, it, It just, it doesn't make any sense. The Lions, I know the NFL is going to a place now where they don't want to disclose any injuries. But Eric Ebron was carted off the field on Saturday. Carted off. It looked major. Matthew Mulligan called it devastating. There's an article in the Free Press today from Dave Burkett about how morale might be down if this injury is that severe and how, oh, man, everybody's freaking out. Today, he walked right on the field. Now, Ebron didn't practice, but he wasn't on crutches. He didn't have a boot on. Um, You know, I, I think that that's good news. So let us know. Hey, it's not major. Again, Jim Caldwell saying nothing. You heard the audio uh, earlier today. 
Um, good news for Lions fans. Don Carey had a good camp today, had a couple of interceptions of Matthew Stafford, or one of Stafford and one, I think, of Dan Orlovsky. I've always been a Don Carey fan, a veteran defensive back, can play corner, can play safety, uh, led the team in special teams tackles last year. That's a guy to watch. And I, look, I know we're sitting here going, wait, were we really breaking down Don Carey? I think he's a good football player. I think that's a guy that is a veteran, is versatile, and you need on your football team. And he had a good day today at practice. Again, the team is heading to Pittsburgh uh, right now. They're going to uh, travel there, and they're going to practice with the Steelers the next couple of days. You know, sometimes those um, you know, intra-squad scrimmages get a little bit uh, rough and rugged. I love it. I think it's great. And I hope that uh, I hope that you know Bob Quinn and company do this every year, where the Lions are hitting somebody else other than themselves. Quick two notes on the NFL. Uh, number one, the New Orleans Saints did a disservice to their fans over the weekend. I read Josh Katzenstein, who used to write for the Detroit News, and now is at the Times of Picayune down in New Orleans, uh, NOLA.com. Basically, the Saints are practicing or um, having training camp and holding it in Virginia, and uh, Saturday morning they just decided, or late Friday night they just decided to cancel the next day's practice. might be Saturday night into Sunday. I thought that was really classless and with no notice. Many fans showed up on Sunday morning not knowing, including some fans that had driven from far away Virginia and even some fans from Nashville, Tennessee. If you're going to schedule open practices, you've got to give the fans more than 24 hours notice so they don't get in the car and drive to see their team. This is the one opportunity that many fans have to be up close and personal with the fans or with the players and with the organization. I'm not saying every fan has to get Drew Brees' autograph. Not every fan has to get um, you know, anyone else's autograph, whether it's the Lions. Back when Calvin Johnson was here and fans used to flock to see Calvin, they're not owed that. But when you drive from Nashville or you drive from far away Virginia to get to Saints training camp and they they cancel it like late Saturday night for Sunday morning, I think it was either Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, that, that, that's really weak and really, really bad. And I think the Saints reasoning was that they did it for organizational reasons or something. I just thought that was very lame. And also very lame is this is a $13 billion business or something, the NFL, to cancel the Hall of Fame game last night because you couldn't get the paint job correct uh, on the field there uh, in Canton is really a bad look. It really is. How do you not play that game? Now, does the game matter? No. Is the safety of the players more important? Yes. But that's really, really a bad PR look. That's like Gary Bettman-esque. You can't even play the Hall of Fame game. Plenty of people last night wanted to sit down and see some football on a Sunday night. I don't think many interested people. There weren't. I don't think there were many interested parties and in watching uh, who played Sunday night baseball last night. Dodgers, Red Sox. Oh, shocker! Dodgers and Red Sox are on. Uh, it, the only teams that play on Sunday night baseball are the Mets, Cardinals, Cubs, Dodgers, Red Sox, and Yankees, and that's it. And they just they, they just funnel through those six teams. But fans wanted to see football last night, and I think many got got jobbed by a poor paint job and uh, at, at center field there in Canton uh, on the fifty yard line and issues with the field. That's just that's just really bad. All right, that is uh, Volume Five, August eighth edition of Locked On Lions. We'll go to Pittsburgh tomorrow and get an update on the Lions looked against the Steelers in practice. We'll do do that tomorrow on Locked On Lions. Matt Derry, we'll see you tomorrow. 
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.